Do the holidays stress you out? Are you too busy with gatherings and gift giving? Let's take a breath and slow down and talk about ways to handle the holidays. Stay tuned. You're listening to Triangle's Making Money Personal podcast, where we engage in real talk about financial matters that affect our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Triangle Credit Union, recently voted best credit union in New Hampshire. Hey, Liz, how are you? Hi, Terry. I'm doing well. Excellent. Excellent. So we are in the middle of the holiday season. And um, you don't look too stressed out, I have to say. No? Well, you know, I had some ways of, of keeping myself from getting stressed out this season. Oh, good. every year it's like, ah, I freak out. I'm a last minute girl, typically yeah. last minute. And this past year I, de- I decided, no, I'm not going to do that this time around. Good for you. Then I, you know what? I am so excited to hear what you have to say because I feel like that you can um, share some really good points because I'm kind of the opposite. <laughs> Honestly, I have start. I started gift like buying my gifts, you know, earlier, and that was one of the things that I wanted to that I'm going to share today about you know some of my tips. But as I'm I'm coming down to the wire, and I'm like, I still have so much to do. Yeah. So yeah. I want to hear what you have to say about. I it. mean, I'm not completely done yet, so I will say that I'm okay. still in the process of okay. finishing. But what I did was this past year. I paid attention to what people in my life, like close to me, made comments about what they wanted or what things that they'd like. So I decided, well, you know, if they really liked this one thing, I'm going to buy it now. So, I mean, we're talking like back in June, my Mm -hmm. husband told me of something that he wanted. So... um, I don't know if he's listening to this. Probably not. But if he if he does, uh, he'll, he'll know. But uh, yeah, so he said he wanted something that he really liked. He yeah. saw it online. So I said, that's it. I'm going to go buy it. And I bought it. And I have it, I have it hidden okay. as we speak. Uh, okay, good. I have not done my wrapping yet. That's <laughs> one thing that I am behind on. But, that's awesome. Yeah. So And I did that throughout the year. Yeah. So um, that I just... One year, years ago, I I did that. And it was the best thing because when Christmas came around, I was relaxed. I was able to enjoy things. I, for the first time, wasn't stressed out writing Christmas cards or making Christmas cookies because in the back of my mind, all I was thinking about was getting the stuff that I need for people in time. Right. So um, I, this year, I'm like, I'm doing it again. Good. So that's awesome. So, you know, you bring up a good point because a, a lot of times, and especially this time of year, I'll, I'll say to people kind of in passing, just short conversation, like, you know, uh, you have all your holiday shopping done and it just seems to evoke a lot of emotion. <laughs> a lot of people are like, don't talk to me about it or whatever. But you bring up a good point because there's so much more to this holiday season than just gifts. You know, yeah. you've got cards. If you're a card writer and giver, um, you've got you know parties a lot of holiday parties this time of year um what else fundraisers Uh, fundraisers charitable events a lot of uh, a lot of that stuff happening and um you know there's a lot of shows like in terms of you know if you have kids you're going to you know holiday shows or christmas shows and things like that and you know at some point you just have to say you know you do have to slow down and you have to think about your schedule and you know, typical of anything, you know, a really busy time in, of year is like you have to make some priorities. And, um, yep. 
you know, for, for me, we actually stopped doing the Christmas card thing a few years ago. And, you know, last year, I think we, when we, when Bill and I were first married, literally it was like, I think we ended up getting 85 cards and and we would wow. send out 85 cards. I mean, yeah. it was a lot. That was a big thing, but that was, right. you know, 25 years ago. And then every year it's gotten low, the, the amount of cards that have come in and hmm. has gotten lower and lower because we stopped giving those cards, yeah. you know, with social media now, it's like, you know what, if you're on part of my family and friends on Facebook, then you're going to get a shout out. You're, just <laughs> you're not getting a Christmas, Christmas. card. Yeah, you're not. You know what? Here's my picture. We, we just got our Christmas tree. Here's my picture. Merry Christmas to everybody. I'll wave at you from social media. Exactly. <laughs> you Merry exactly. Christmas. I mean, say, you know. That is just yeah. one thing that, that we did. And, you know, with the price of stamps, you know, I, I oh, apologize to yeah. all the, you know, United States Postal Service people who might be listening to this, but the price of stamps is, you know, substantial now. And yeah. especially if you're in that, you know, 50 to 100 um, yeah. gift card range. Well, that's one of those hidden expenses, which I completely spaced. So I'm like, I'm making my list of the people I want to send my cards to. And like you mentioned, every time you get one, that person now goes on your list because sure. you're like, well, they sent me one, so I want to send them one. So the list just grows and grows. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to buy X number of cards to send one to everybody. And then I'm driving thinking about who I'm sending them to. And then I realize, oh my gosh, that's right. I got to buy postage for all of these too. Right. And like you said, if you've got 100 people on your list, I mean, that's a lot of Christmas cards. It is. That's a lot of stamps. It is. So, yeah, all those little things, It's uh, it, it can be a burden right. after a while, especially yeah. if you're busy doing a million other things right. at the same time. And it, I will say this. If you are a card giver, and, you know, kudos to you for being a card giver because that is, it is special, right? When you get a yeah, card in the mail, is. it's very special. Just be careful of extra postage required. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've made that mistake a couple oh. of times. It's like you go in and it's like, oh, this is a stamp and a half. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking? Why did I need that card with all those little, you know, those little flashy things on them, right. the raised or, dimensionals right. and all or these the, funky little or decorations? It's a, or it's a nine by 13. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Too big. Yeah. Just be careful about that. So, Ugh. yeah. So, you know, that's a time saver for me because we don't do the card thing anymore. Um, obviously, yeah. our kids are a little bit older, so we don't have a lot of um, Christmas shows to go to anymore, too. But, you know, for parents who are listening and they've got those small kids, please, the only thing I can say about that is cherish those times because they go yeah. by so fast, folks. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know. It's just all about prioritizing right now. Yeah, right. yeah. And and I think those are some of the things that we'll touch on a little later about basically making the most out of what you do for your yes. holidays and focusing on the things that are going to last as opposed to just feeling the pressure from, uh, you know, stores and places to buy things or give things. So um, some of the things that we just wanted to chat about were like things like why why is it that the holidays get so hectic? Yeah. You know, do we do this to ourselves just because we're gluttons for punishment? Or, like, why do we feel so pressured to make a list of people to buy things for, make a list of cards to send out? Um, and how do we make an effort to, like, keep ourselves sane from and, and avoid falling into the trap of the stress? Right. So the way I, li I think about this, Lizzie, is that you've got tradition, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got family traditions that you want to hold on to that are so sacred from, you know, seasons past that just made your 
holiday so special as a child? And then you add to that every year. <laughs> and then fast forward yeah. to where we are today and all of the extra pressures of, you know, just um, all of the things that we have going on. And um, it's just, it's a lot. I feel like that we have to stop and, and really assess what is going to be what is my holiday going to look like for my family? And, you know, what am I going to prioritize again? I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't, I keep bringing up this word prioritize, prioritize, but I feel like that that's what we've got to do because there are family traditions mm-hmm. that we, that we bring into, um, to our, our Conley Christmas. Um, but there, that means that there are some other things that just have to not take place. Yeah, you know, it's just like, yep, I'm not going to gotta that. let them go right. after a while. Right. Yeah, the other thing that I think pressure wise is the the bombarding of us with offers and deals and discounts yeah. and all this other stuff when it comes to like buying gifts. I I was thinking about you know back in the day, you were marketed to via like the TV. You were marketed to if you went out. Right. And that was kind of it. Maybe if you listen to the radio or whatnot. Now we're on our phones 24 seven. So if you're on social media, you're being marketed to if you you know, most people probably have an Amazon app, you know, so they're checking that out or so we're constantly being reminded of you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, the the other things that aren't really priorities of the holiday season that will make lasting memories. So I just think that that's one of the hard parts is it's like we can try to focus. We have to actually make it an effort to focus on the things that are truly important and not get distracted with all of the reminders of, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, the pressures Mm -hmm. that are put on us. And it's also like just it's important to just think about what the season's really supposed to be, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be a time for family and and gathering and focusing on those the people that you care about and you want to bless right no i i 100 agree you know the other thing too is that i i don't know i would say probably about three or four years ago we started seeing this company on the horizon called amazon and everybody started talking about online shopping and how that that was going to be and that how that was going to impact our shopping um what we did for the holidays and I just, I couldn't imagine it, you know, and mm. now fast forward three years ago, and I would say probably mm, I did so far for everything that's been done is 90% online. Yeah. But now I have the stress to your point of any time that I go on Amazon, I'm seeing this offer and that offer. Yeah. And of course they're tracking everything. So now I'm getting bombarded with those, um, the offers of the things that I really I've already researched, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. and, and now here's the other thing. Now I'm reading a blog about, you know, you, in order to make sure that you get your delivery in time, you have to, cause Amazon can only do t- right. so much, right? I mean, they're not yeah. going to do the two day delivery during the, the highest peak of their year. They just can't do it. They don't right. have the, the resources to, uh, to get that to you. So, you know, now you're like, I'm under the gun about online shopping. So yeah. it's just, um. It's prioritizing again. I'm, I'm going to keep coming back to that. <laughs> back if there's anything that you're worth. taking away today, guys, just remember, <laughs> prioritize, prioritize. So, 
Yeah. yeah, no, but to your point, it is a busy and it's a hectic season. Um, some of the things that, you know, I think it's important that we do talk about is the direct, you know, I want to say dreaded budget, but it's mm. not a, but, you know, I think you like to budget, right? Uh, I say I like to budget. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's, it's like a, we all know we need to, yeah. right? It's really one of the tried and true methods to keep yourself in good financial shape. Yes. It's, you need to pay attention to your money. Yes, you it, do. It's, there's no other option for those who want to take control of their finances. So it's just never easy. Right. It's never easy. And I don't know why that's a thing, um, but it's just, <laughs> it's challenged. It so is. to answer your question, I say I like to budget. Yeah. Well, I feel like that, you know, it is easier for us these days with the apps. You know, you think about um, the apps that we have mm-hmm. with Triangle Credit Union, um, our mobile banking. You know, we can see our, you know, everything like our account, our bill paid, our transfers, whatnot. So it does make it so much easier to watch our cash flow. Yeah. You know, right. So that we have that information available to us almost in real time. Yeah. So that's easy that makes it easy right so here's the here's a fun fact we did an episode several years ago about sinking funds mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. the concept about the sinking fund is that in terms of budgeting what you would do is take a portion of your income and you'd set up an account and you attach it basically to um, your existing checking or savings account at triangle and you, it's just another savings account, right? Yeah. But you can just put a little bit of money into that every pay period or every month and just to build that up for a specific purpose. So that's the one thing. And it's in essence, a sinking fund is very similar to a Christmas club account. Right. I mean, even though we don't call it Christmas club anymore, you can actually name your savings accounts anything that you want. And that's you true. can have multiple savings accounts that's attached to um, your triangle account. So that's just one thing that I would say in terms of budgeting is that if, you know, it it might be a little bit too late for this year, Mm -hmm. but going into next year, if you have an idea of what you spent this year, then, you know, start that savings account right away. You know, just set it up. Christmas comes every year, folks. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. (laughs) We know it's coming. And, you know, so just you can name it whatever you want to name it, you know, um, and just keep putting a little bit of money into that. And then, it, you know, you won't come to the end of the year and say, oh, man, I have no money left for this. So if if you haven't done that this year, then, you know, it's it is it's tough when you're you're coming to the end and you've got, you know, so many gifts that you have to buy. You don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah, so you end up charging it all. Yes. Which is, you know, very easy to lose track of. And that's something else we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Yeah, so I I think that's just a really good point, Terry, is to remind people that we really do need to set aside money at the beginning of the year for something like this. Um, And that's really going to help relieve some of the pressure that you may fall under when it comes to Christmas shopping. But, I mean, not even just with gifts, because... The holiday expenses extend beyond just presents. Right. I mean, you go, you go to a, say you want to go see a show or say you want to, uh, I mean, even like cookie decorating. I mean, it's, say you're going to do cookie decorating with family, right? 
there's expenses there too. I mean, right. you've got to go out, you buy the ingredients, the decorations and all of that stuff. So if you have money set aside already, it's just going to relieve a lot of that burden from you later right. on right? for things that you may not even be anticipating right now. Exactly. So here's the other thing too. The, the wonderful thing about, you know, I, I, I keep kind of bringing up the priority thing, but I also, <laughs> I, I, I keep bringing up triangle too. But I, I want to say this about, about our online banking. Every expense, if you, you know, if you're using your debit card and if you're using a credit card, the cool thing about all of those transactions are that they're easily accessible in terms of going back at the end of the month and saying, look, this is what I spent Yeah. from no, like, let's say Thanksgiving time until Christmas. This is what I spent for this holiday. And that will give you a really good idea. You, it might be a... <laughs> It might be an eye opener that you don't want to see, really, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I don't really want to know that. But I think that it's important, especially when it comes to budgeting for next year. You know, you have a really good idea of what those expenses are going to be. But before we, we have a ton more to talk about, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we're going to come back, we're going to talk about what to do if you've used your credit card and some other really cool tips. Sounds good. All right. It's time to take your financial education to the next level. Triangle Credit Union is excited to share we just launched our new educational website, TCU University. You'll find financial guides, tips, and resources you can use in your everyday life. Explore the website to watch webinars, view presentations, read blogs, and listen to new podcast episodes. Get financial education at your fingertips with TCU University. Visit trianglenewversity.org to explore, learn, and connect. Okay, so welcome back. Liz, we, we talked a little bit about um, using our credit cards, you know, and what that looks like. And I think that we would be a little bit remiss if we didn't mention something about our holiday cash. Oh, uh, right. So yeah. you want to talk a little bit about, about that? and Yeah, so basically like, so if you're one of the people that we mentioned before and say you get caught not having budgeted this year um, and you need to use a credit card for your purchases, for gifts and things like that, we have a personal loan here at Triangle, which actually it can be used for gift giving, but it can also be used for uh, debt consolidation. So the cool thing about this loan, which is in many ways better than a credit card, is that the rate itself is going to be lower than your average credit card interest rate. So... You, if you're going to be charging a lot, a lot of, you know, expenses, um, are you going to want to be paying, you know, a double digit interest rate or are you going to want to be paying something a little lower than that? And sure. if you don't really have an option um, because you haven't budgeted, then you might want to choose an option that you're going to be paying a lower interest rate on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even if, you know, something else to think about, too, is that if you get in a situation where you do have a credit card that is, you know, it's just your go-to because I have, I have a couple of credit cards and, you know, in my wallet, if you will. And, you know, if you can't pay those off, then this particular, the product that we have is, it is a personal loan, right? So it's excellent for debt consolidation as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, even if you didn't get that personal loan up front to, to use for your gift giving, then you can right. always use it as a debt consolidation product after the holidays. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So it's useful during holidays and it's useful after the holidays. Absolutely. So there's always hope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and the, the difference in the interest rate is substantial, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's significant. 
So um, that is definitely a product that we want to share with you guys. So one of the things that we wanted to mention was about homemade gifts. And this is actually part of our Money Tip Tuesday series that that we've been doing um, yep. for this month. And uh, actually, you can do it. Ev- you can even see it on the blog. It's um, the blog is actually triangleuniversity.org. But the tip that we talked about was whether or not to give homemade gifts and <laughs> that we recognize that homemade gifts are cherished. It's very heartwarming. Um, you a spend a lot of time giving gifts and, and making them right. If you're a crafter and um, but what we really wanted to focus in is, is the recipient going to have you know, that same warm and fuzzy feeling when they receive the gift. Right. So this sounds extremely (laughs) harsh and we're so sorry that we're even bringing this up. But one of the things to think about is um, the recipient style, right? So for me, one of the things that I give is I try and do ornaments for homemade uh, ornaments for my husband's family. And the thing that I have to keep in mind is that my style is quite different than my sister-in-laws mm-hmm. uh, in one yeah. in one sister-in-law in particular. So when I when I'm you know making something special, is it going to be well received? And so I think yeah. that that's important for everybody to listen to. It's like you know what, yeah, just think about that. Um, also for food gifts, remember if people have allergies. Yeah, really important, right? Definitely, really important. Or even just dietary, any other dietary restrictions. Like my dad in particular can't have sugar; he's got yeah. diabetes. So yes. you can make a sugar-free option. Yeah, but you know, sometimes people, you just need to think about that. Right. You know, when you're making someone food. Yep, exactly. The next idea that we want to talk about is to set a limit on the number of gifts that we choose to give. This one I find particularly hard personally. When I buy people things. I just want to keep buying them things because I think of them, you mm-hmm. know, when I see something and then I'll walk somewhere else and I'll see something else. I'm like, oh, they'd love that too. And before you know it, I've got six things picked out for them. And so it's really important that we we set a limit, <laughs> you know, two or three items maybe, uh, depending on who you're giving it to, you know. Um, but that's definitely one way to keep your keep within your budget, to keep the stress down right. and, and really – manage your gift giving Mm. the other thing that we actually just did this year my family um, on both sides my my family and my husband's family is we all just decided to draw names oh that's and each person gets one name and that's the person they buy for yep and it it's really relieved a lot of the stress and taken the burden off uh, and that's one of the other reasons why I'm not that stressed out this year because yes. I don't have to buy gifts for everybody. I'm just right. buying gifts for two people, one on one person on, on my side, one person on Phil's side. So um, that's another option is if if you just want to keep the the pressure down, talk to people in your family and see maybe they want to opt for doing something like that yeah. next year. Yeah, I, I, I like that one a lot. And you know what? Great. It's actually it helps it helps me find more meaningful gifts yep. for somebody. Because when I feel the pressure to buy for everyone, I am I start just looking for anything to give them. And I don't really put as much thought into what I pick out. Whereas now that I'm thinking of one person, I have one, one person in mind. So I'm thinking about, I'm thinking more deeply about what they might like. Right. And I'm finding that like I'm having more fun with it and I'm finding more meaningful things right. that they'll appreciate. Yep. So 
it's just a good option. Yeah, no, I love that. That's a great one. So the third thing is just to um, keep track of your spending. And mm. for those people who love spreadsheets, I feel like that this is definitely a heartwarming <laughs> <laughs> bullet point. Um, so, and this is what I do. I actually just, you, I open up a note in on my phone and I have a list of all of um, my family members. And um, that includes Bill, my girls and my mom and dad. Those are essentially the people that we buy for. And um, I have a list, uh, not in, not only in terms of the number of gifts that we give, but also the spend, like the dollar, like yeah. the dollar amount, right? Yeah. Because I want it to be equitable, especially when it comes to my children, and especially yeah. as it comes to, when it comes to my parents, right? So that's that's something that. Um, I feel like that is so rudimentary, but it's so important to keep a list. Look, Santa, Santa keeps a I list, know, right? right? Like Santa keeps a list, guys. So He's making a list. list. He's checking it twice. <laughs> I think Liz needs more coffee. Or maybe less <laughs> maybe coffee. Maybe I've had too yeah. much coffee. But anyway, yeah. So I think that it's really important. Just keep track of what you're spending. Yes. Um, and that... First of all, that's going to be huge when it comes to yeah. the, the the whole budget thing. And I want to I want to make a note on this one too because for me, a spreadsheet's great um, for some people, and that's awesome. I think the big problem that I'm running into, me personally, is like I put charges on different credit cards. Yeah. Or some items I pay cash for. Some items I you know, like I said, put them on credit cards. So. I'm not, I don't have everything in one location in terms of like charged like items that I've purchased. So I'll have a receipt here, I'll have a receipt there and I, I lose track of them. So I forget, oh, I just spent, you know, X number of dollars at the shop for so-and-so on this receipt, but because I don't see it, I don't look at that card, I might spend something more on the other card for them. Yeah. And I think that's why keeping track, it, it's so easy to lose track. Right because of that purpose so keeping it in a spreadsheet is phenomenal i mean if you're old-fashioned pen and paper person that works too one year i saved all of the paper receipts that i received mm -hmm. uh just to keep track of that but i actually like your idea because you've listed out which person got what item right as opposed to just you know here's the list of dollar amounts that right. i've spent right i uh, will so the spreadsheet is actually I'm going to do a shout out to our boss because <laughs> she's probably going to listen to this podcast and she loves her spreadsheet. So Becky, there you go. <laughs> Mine is just more of a note on my phone. <laughs> but it is interesting because my mom comes down every year around the Veterans Day. That's when we we kind of do our kickoff for Christmas shopping. And we got, you know, we go out and we have lunch and we buy our lattes, which by the way, that's a whole different podcast about <laughs> how you can make Christmas shopping. Just an amazing experience. Um, but it's fun. Like it just blows my mind because I'll say, you know, at the end of the, like she comes down on a Thursday, she leaves on a Sunday, right? So usually Saturday night, I'm like, mom, do you know what you bought everybody? And she has no idea. And I'm like, this mm, is what you bought, mom. See? This is what you bought. And I, I'm the yeah. one who keeps the list, you know? So yeah. um, she relies on that, which is good. But it's like, it just, it does blow my mind a little bit that people don't keep a list. Please, well, that's me. people, keep <laughs> that's a <me>. list. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's if you want to keep within your budget, keep track of that yeah, spending. Because it's going to, it's going to help you manage that way easier. Right. Don't do what I do. Don't do what Liz does. <laughs> Do what Terry does. So another idea that we have to keep your 
budget under control this year is to actually put one thing back Ooh. when you're shopping. So if you're a chronic impulse purchaser, like I am over Ouch. here, guilty. Ouch. When I go shopping, I always end up picking up two or three more things that I don't really need, but they jump off. They just jump off the shelf at me. You know, right. I can't help it. Right. Um, when you're in the checkout line and you have all of these things ready to go, pick one thing and just tell the person at the register, I I don't really think I need this right now. Oh. Or, or you know, if you have time, go bring it back yourself. But right. um, pick one thing and get rid of it. I love that, Liz. And I think that that's a great strategy. You know, every time you go into a store, if that's the thing that you're going to, whether it's you're buying a gift or at the grocery store, right? It's like... Yeah put one thing back. I love that. Um, and I want to do a shout out. We, we do have a new blog coming out and I, I believe it's airing actually this it's airing tomorrow um, or being posted tomorrow, I should say, but it's take a lap. And oh, so this yes. was written by a coworker. Um, so whenever she goes to the mall, you know how they have those kiosks at the mall and, yep. and they, you know, they're out in the middle of the mall and they're, you know, and a, and a shout out to the people who work those kiosks because it's, it's kind of hard, but you know, they're, they're trying to bring people in. They're trying to grab your attention as you're walking by or whatever. And so, you know, some things are, that are appealing and in to avoid impulse shopping, what she does is she and her, um, her boyfriend, they will take a lap to think hmm. about it. And I love yeah. that. She mentioned that um, a couple of weeks ago that they had been at the mall of New Hampshire and, you know, there was something that she saw and they looked at each other and said, okay, let's take a lap. And, hmm. you know, give yourself a, some, some time to think about it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Distance yourself from, right. from the item for a little bit. And then you may realize that you're still thinking about it. And if you are, go back and get it. Right. Um, if you don't, if you can't, maybe you've stopped thinking about it or you just realize, eh, I don't really need it, you know, right. then you're good. And right. you didn't spend the money that you will right. regret. Exactly. So, okay. So the last one that we have is to focus on making lasting memories mm -hmm. instead of just the things. And again, this kind of brings us all the way back to what we started talking about um, with Terry and the word priorities over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit, is, but I, it's so true though, I was, right? I was a broken record at the beginning <laughs> of the show, sorry. But it's so true, um, is, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do during this time of year that that hold value, yeah. um, personal value, and in some ways more value than a gift maybe. So you can think about like volunteering as a family, you know, going out and, and bell ringing for Salvation Army yeah. or, you know, doing a, doing a couple things that the community needs. I right. mean, I remember when I was younger, um, we did some of this. I, my family did it. And as a kid, it, it was really cool to be a part of something like that. And that's something that's lasting. Yes. And it'll help encourage other people to get involved. You right. know, as, as I grow up, you know, I can tell other people and encourage them to do the same thing. So you can try volunteering. You can set aside, make some cookies, you know, or, um, you know, make some holiday crafts or something like that. I mean, it doesn't have to be pricey and it doesn't have to be super involved just do something simple watch movies um try caroling i mean i did that one year i was really little but a group of us got together and um we went out and we just went caroling door to door i don't know if people do that anymore but <laughs> <laughs> some people might they might they might slam the door in your face i don't know i mean you never know these days <laughs> or, or pretend they're not home <laughs> 
and they're shutting off all the lights and closing all the blinds. They're like, we're not here. <laughs> Why are those people back? <laughs> so you can try caroling or not, whatever. Um, or even play some games. Yes. You know, stuff like that. You know what I keep, every time, you, like when you were giving those examples, Liz, it was about time, right? Yeah. Time with other families or other family members. And that is really the highest commodity that yeah. most people want is, you know, just give me your time, you right. know, and to spend together. So it's a little bit, I wish we had special music because that just kind of came to us, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. And we do that. You know, the other thing too, is we'll drive around and watch uh, or look for Christmas lights. Oh, we yeah. always do that. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because I know that there are some areas in this, state where you can go and you can spend some money looking at christmas lights <laughs> we don't do that we're not that family we'll just go to the there's actually um if you google you know just do google holiday lights or christmas lights in your town and there is a list i really it, have, it is for nashua new hampshire anyway so huh. there is a list and we will go to you know we'll go out we'll you know pick five or six places in our in our city and just drive to those and kind of you know we just we don't, we don't ring the bell and do any Christmas caroling, but we do. <laughs> don't freak them out. We, we rate them. We rate them. I don't know if they know that or not, but anyway, but it's, that's been, that's been a lot of fun. And yeah. we always start off the evening with a peppermint milkshake at Chick-fil-A. We'll start oh. there and then we just go and do that. Oh, that's, so that's fun. fun. Right? Yeah. See, the, so there's a lot of things that you can do that, that don't cost a lot of yeah. money. So if if your budget's tight this year or you just really don't want to get it out of control, then focus on doing some of those things yes. instead and and less effort on the gifts and more yeah. effort on the time. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Very, very good. Okay. So this takes us to our last segment, which is our rapid fire. And we're going to do it a little bit different this time. Uh, Liz has five questions that are holiday themed yep. for me. And I have five holiday questions for her so Liz do you want to go first or you want okay to go first? no I'll go first okay. I'll go first so Terry eggnog or hot cocoa hot cocoa I thought so <laughs> um okay movies Christmas vacation or it's a wonderful life oh Christmas vacation oh, 100% okay. I've watched it like six times already in the last two weeks <laughs> gingerbread or sugar cookies oh gingerbread gingerbread a real tree or a fake tree real tree Oh, Michael Bublé or Bing Crosby? Michael Bublé. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Good questions. I yeah. love those. Very nice. Very nice. And all very important questions. Okay. So here are mine. Okay. And some of them needed to be a little bit clarified. So I'm going to say Christmas Day, stay or away? <gasps> stay. Okay. Apple, Apple Watch or Apple AirPods? AirPods. Nice. Breakfast food, monkey bread or egg sausage and cheese casserole. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm savory. I'd probably go with the egg sausage okay. and cheese casserole. All right, good. Honestly, with my family, we're doing both because of that. You got to have we both. Have, have Sweet have and both. salty, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Coffee first or stocking first? Coffee. Yes. <laughs> is that this even is a why, question? This is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas lunch or Christmas dinner? Oh, dang. Hmm. Well, I 
I would say Christmas dinner because usually I have we have a big breakfast right. and that kind of tides me through lunch. Okay. So I think I would have to say Christmas dinner. Okay. What time do you guys normally eat? Um, Just because I might be free. <laughs> Terry's gonna come knocking on my door. Ding dong! I'll start, you know what? I'll start with a Christmas. I was carol. just gonna say, sing a carol or two. You know, <laughs> just let me in. So now I know what time. I'll tell you what time, and then you'll see all the lights. The lights turn off, and all the blinds will go down. Oh man, she's coming, guys. Um, usually around like I think it's like three or four, five or six. Okay. I mean, when, <laughs> whenever it's yeah, ready whenever is really ready. the answer. Do you, what do you guys normally serve for? for Christmas? A ham, Any Christmas ham. ham. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just your your typical sides. Yeah. You know, nothing out of the ordinary. I've always wanted to make a traditional English pudding. Ooh, what is that? So it's it's their the English I don't know what you call it. It's like the if you've ever watched the Christmas carol or anything like that, yeah. it's like this big it looks like a mound of like bread and <laughs> pudding like I don't know you got to just amount of stuff. Just Google Christmas pudding. Okay. But like the idea is they they make it. It's I don't know if it's like a fruit cake. They mix like fruit with um, I think it's like a brandy or a bourbon or something okay. like that. And well, then first, they light it okay. on fire now, oh. and then they serve it. It's really kind of funny. Wow. It's cool. I'll, wow. I'll show. Okay. I'll send you some pictures. Okay. Um, but I've just always been so curious about what it tastes like because yeah. if you've ever, I mean, I watch the Christmas Carol every year and I right. read the story because it's a great story. Shout out to Charles Dickens, but. A part of that story, they talk about the Christmas pudding. And just ever since I was a kid, I was always curious about oh, what it tasted like, especially the fact that you light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little fun, too. Like a souffle. <laughs> I love it. I love so. it. All right. Well, Liz, thank you so much for, um, for you know, just doing the episode with us today. It was it was extremely fun. Um, I hope that we were able to, you know, give you guys some insight into how to handle the holidays and how we handle the holidays, which is a little bit crazy. <laughs> but we did have a lot of fun with this episode. And I want you to stay tuned because we actually, for the first time in forever, are going to have some bloopers at the end of this one. So, <laughs> And thank you to Josh, our, our uh, editing Editor. guy. We really appreciate you, Josh. You do a great job for us. And we did want to do a shout out for Triangle Credit Union. So thank you, Triangle, for sponsoring the podcast and for supporting us in what we do. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And happy holidays, everyone. We are now live. Do the holidays stress you out? Are you too busy with gatherings and gift giving? Let's take a breath and slow down and talk about ways to handle the holidays. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned to the making. Stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Okay. But yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, my throat just went out for a sec. Pause that. Yeah, pause. Drink, drink, drink. Sorry, <laughs> Josh. When it comes to Christmas shopping. So, and I mean, even, even not even reverse that. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that it mentions in the blog, in the blog is, um, actually, is it a blog or it's the podcast? This is a money tip yeah. that you're talking about. Right. Okay. So, all right. So Josh, I'm sorry <laughs> to say this, but you're going to have to cut all that out too. All right. Take it from the top. Josh, here we go. Pick one thing and get rid of it. Wow. You don't need to pay for it. Yeah. Well, no, you. <laughs> Josh, take that out. <laughs> we don't condone stealing here. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. <sighs> Terry, I need help. It's okay. That's okay. You got this. 
So consider volunteering as a friend. Um, you know, or take that back. Consider volunteering as a family. Like you can go out and. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Josh. This is just not my latte is not working. You know what? I do think I'm gonna say this. I think we need a blooper reel for no. this one. Yes, we do, Josh. I want you to put this in no. at the end. I do. After our rapid fire and after we say goodbye, I'll do a little intro. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna intro the. We need the to play that reel. dopey music, like like the outtakes of the silent films. Mm. Like, oh, man. Okay. Josh, you can kind of splice that in wherever you feel it fits Perfect. in the closing. If it's not in the outro. If it's in the outro, then, you know, yeah. disregard. But. Good. Awesome. That wraps up this episode of the Making Money Personal Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, we would love to hear from you. Email your thoughts about this show or any other ideas at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Thank you to all of our subscribers. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes or money tips. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hold up. 